Happy Monday, everyone. I am coming at you with a bonus podcast today to talk about my personal experience that I've been having in the last week or so and why I ultimately decided to take a reset week. So if you follow me on Instagram, if you're an Evel member, you know that I've been taking a reset week for the past um, five or so days. I started kind of Wednesday, Thursday, and today's Monday. So um, almost done with it. But in case you're new around here and you don't know what a reset week is, a reset week is when you take time off of any kind of taxing exercise for, you know, four to seven consecutive days. And during that time, you know, you just move in gentle, enjoyable ways like bike rides, walks, gentle yoga, um, really great to do if you're just going on vacation to just not even worry about working out and just move your body in enjoyable ways. And uh, it's really great to do every 12 or so weeks to avoid plateaus, avoid burnout, avoid injuries, and really just keep yourself physically and mentally fresh. And the theory is, is that if you are resistance training consistently, taking a week or so or a few, at least four consecutive days at least, where your muscles can fully recover and catch up, you can move forward and help avoid a plateau because there are some muscular fibers, uh, some of your type two muscle fibers that sometimes can take uh, up to weeks to fully recover. So giving yourself, giving your system time where you're not really stressing it very much or moving in gentle ways can give your body time to catch up and uh, is very efficient at moving you forward. If you've ever taken a vacation and you haven't worked out and you're like shocked when you come back to your workouts and you're stronger, that's why. It's probably because your body has had time to recover and catch up. So I wanted to do a kind of personal bonus podcast about this because since I've been talking about it, I've heard from so many of you who want to know more, want to know what I'm learning. And it's funny, I've always kind of hesitated to talk about myself too much. Like I even struggle with it on social media because I was raised, <laughs> I was raised in the Midwest where it's not very polite to talk about yourself. So I've always kind of struggled it. I've always thought, you know, no one's interested in what I have to say about what I'm going through. And what I've realized is that maybe that might not be true. Maybe there are a lot of you that do want to hear kind of the what I am struggling with personally, because I think so many people relate to stories. So that's what I'm going to do in this bonus podcast today. We will have a regular podcast on Thursday, but this is just going to be kind of about what I've experienced and what I've learned, and maybe you will be inspired from my story. There are so many of you who feel the calling to rest, but you're afraid to lose progress or you feel guilty not exercising. So I want to kind of talk about why I decided to take one and the things that I'm personally going through and struggling with and what I'm learning. It's important to me to model this because I think there's so many fitness professionals who, you know, they've got the highlight reel on their Instagram or on their social media. And I think it's important for us to show that we too need rest. Fitness professionals, everybody, all of us humans need rest. And to show that progression is not linear. And to show that despite, you know, all of my education and all of my experience, I still struggle with and experience burnout. I think, you know, people think there's something wrong with them or that they aren't good enough when they struggle or if they experience burnout or when they're not motivated. When really, it's a crucial part of the process because I think it allows you to question, allows you to take a step back, it allows you to reflect, to change your perspective. And when you can do that, it stretches you and you grow. So I think 
in my opinion, you can kind of make, you know, lemonade out of lemons. All right, so let's get into it. Running Evlo is one of the most rewarding and fun and exciting jobs I have ever had. I would never trade it for the world. But like many of you can probably relate, I put a ton of pressure on myself. I put a ton of responsibility on myself to over-deliver to you all. That's always been a mission of mine, to over-deliver, to feel like you you come to my world, whether, whether it's free content or whether you're an Evelyn member, whatever it is, and that you feel like you're going to leave learning something or getting some value in some way. That's really important to me. And it's important that I show up consistently. But because I've put so much pressure on myself to show up consistently, and I'm so afraid of taking time off because I'm afraid that all of the work that I've put in so far will uh, be erased if I take time off, it, which is so funny because I, in that pursuit, I've kind of lost sight of practicing what I preach in that rest is just as important as the work. So let's back up and talk about what led me to ultimately taking a reset. It's probably been about eight months since I took more than three consecutive days off training, which is not at all in line with what I preach. And on one hand, it shows the sustainability of Evlo. My, you know, I, every class that I teach, I am doing, I am experiencing the same thing that my members are experiencing. But in my previous exercise habits, had I, you know, not taken more than three consecutive days in eight months, I would have for sure been a wreck. My body would have not felt good. And I probably wouldn't have been able to do it because I would have been forced to take a break because of overuse injuries. And throughout the last six months, uh, it's been really fun because I have seen my body physically change. I've gained a lot more muscle in the past four or six months, which has always been a struggle for me to gain muscle. And I always preach about the importance of it, but it's always hard for me to do. And it's interesting, I haven't changed my training at all. I've kept the same training regimen for, you know, the last, since I started Evlo, so the last like two years. But what I did change was how I was eating. And I really started focusing on getting more protein. I stopped fasting. I started eating right after my workouts. And basically, I was following the nutrition program in the Evlo membership from the registered dietitian. I'm not saying this is what you should do. I'm not giving you nutrition advice. I'm just talking about my experience. So because I changed my nutrition, I didn't change my training at all. And I've slowly been gaining more muscle, which has been really fun and exciting for me to see since I've, it's something that I've been working on for you know most of my adult life. So I've been making some progress. And what happens when you make progress is that you're afraid of losing it. As soon as you have success... It's exciting, it's fun, but then but then creeps in the oh I got to hold on to this. I can't lose this. I'm afraid to lose all this all this progress that I've worked so hard to gain. And I'm not so much going through that with my reset week because I know that it takes longer than that to lose substantial muscle. It takes longer than 7 days to lose a substantial amount of muscle. So I don't really worry so much about losing muscle or losing my progress, but what I do worry about is losing progress in my business, in my community. I'm afraid that if I don't show up, that uh, people are going to be mad. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but it, it's true. And so I can relate to this fear of losing progress on some level. 
um, because, you know, I've been hesitant to take time off because I don't want to lose progress in what I've been trying so hard to be consistent in, and that is creating content for you all. So that's kind of where I've, I've been at and why I haven't taken a break. I feel like there hasn't been really good time for me to take a break. You know, we have lots of changes happening in Netflow, so it's never a good time. But I was like, there's not a good time. I'm, I'm feeling good, so I'm just going to keep going. However, the very first sign that should have indicated to me that I needed a break was in our burn class a few weeks ago. And I actually talked about this after that class on social media. Our burn class is a, is a Pilates style class where we're, we're doing a lot of trunk or core work. So exercises that I usually connect really well to and I like feel the burn and it feels really satisfying. I wasn't feeling that as I usually do. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like I was doing everything that I knew to do, contracting with 100% effort, doing the cues, all everything that I know how to do. And it still just wasn't clicking. And I wasn't getting that satisfying burn. And so I kind of chalked it up to, you know, just having not the best workout. And I know that happens every once in a while. It's just like, all right, this wasn't my 100%. And that's okay. They don't always have to be 100%. But I kind of chalked it up to traveling a lot lately, maybe not sleeping well, maybe I was stressed. When in hindsight, what was that was probably the first indication that I should consider taking at least a few days off exercise. So after that, it continued to happen. I noticed it more in other classes after that. I didn't feel as connected to my body. I didn't feel like strong and stable. And what was interesting is I thought maybe, you know, maybe I just need to lift a little heavier. So I started lifting heavier, but it didn't feel any better. So you know that satisfying feeling where you feel cooked and fatigued? I wasn't getting that. So I was lifting the weights and going through the motions, but I wasn't feeling that satisfying muscle burn, even though I was increasing my resistance. So that was going on. I wasn't feeling as connected. Again, that should have been the first sign that I'm like, hmm, maybe I should take a step back. The next thing I started to notice was my my mental space around exercise was changing. I was starting to get less excited to teach and exercise, which usually that's the highlight of my day. I get into a flow state when in in two areas of my work, when I'm teaching and when I'm podcasting. (laughs) Those are the two areas I kind of get into a flow state and I have, I really enjoy doing it. But I just noticed I was starting to feel a bit mentally burned out. I wasn't inspired and excited. I wasn't even really very motivated to go on my walks, which I usually, which again, are usually one of the highlights of my day. I definitely think that motivation and inspiration is cultivated. I don't think it just comes. I definitely think you have to work at it. And it's very important for me to to work at it. But even the practices that I normally do that are effective at cultivating motivation weren't doing the trick. So Often what I do if I'm, I'm feeling not motivated, not inspired, I'll go on a podcast walk, I'll do some journaling, I will uh, like do something social. A lot of times those are the things that kind of take my mind off of it, give my mind a little break, give me some more inspiration. So even those things I noticed weren't changing my inspiration or my motivation a lot. I also need to mention that during this time, I was traveling a ton on the weekends Uh, so, you know, I wasn't getting much physical or mental rest on the weekends. And at the same time, I've had some personal challenges come up and I don't feel comfortable talking about those challenges on here, partly because I don't think it's relevant and partly because I want to keep parts of my life private. 
And, but you know, everybody has stuff. Everybody has stuff that goes on no matter how they present themselves. Everybody's got stuff in the background. So, so some of that was kind of brewing. And then at the same time, we've also had some big changes happening in Evlo kind of behind the scenes. So I've been working long days, most days of the week and not taking much time off even on the weekends. So all this to say, (laughs) I was burning the candle at both ends. I was you know, traveling on the weekends, trying to work while I was in the airport, uh, trying to, you know, work on Saturdays and Sundays, traveling home, trying to work on the plane. All of that was happening. And I, needless to say, was not resting enough mentally or physically. However, on the weekends, of course, I was always taking my recovery days. I wasn't exercising, but it's almost like your body doesn't recognize whether it's stress from exercise or whether it's stress from other things. It's just your body's like, this is all just stress, right? So I was tipping my stress bucket over, shall we say. So all that was going on. I was noticing less muscle connection. I was noticing less mental excitement around exercise, motivation. And then last week rolls around and the same thing's kind of going on not feeling super connected to my legs on Monday during our leg day workout. And then Tuesday comes and Tuesdays are my day to take uh, upper body. I take Peyton's upper body class. And then I film any classes that we need for the membership on Tuesdays usually. So I didn't take Peyton's upper body class because I was filming. So I filmed a couple of workouts and then I was planning my burn class for the following Wednesday. Usually planning for me is super fun and easy. Like I said, I kind of get into a flow state. I love planning. Usually things come to me pretty easily. But since I've been lacking some motivation and inspiration and ideas, I was like, okay, maybe I will uh, go take somebody else's class on a different platform so that I can get some ideas. So I took somebody else's. I'm not going to say the platform. I took someone else's core class. It was like a short core class. and. I forgot what it felt like to do a non-Evlo workout. I wanted to see how it felt partly so that I could better relate to you all and kind of how you, what you're feeling and doing in your in your workouts if you're not an Evlo member. And the things that they were doing in this class were probably uh, pretty common in a lot of fitness classes. So the workout was short, but it was nonstop. It was really fast bicycles, like side crunches using momentum. And this move where you hover your legs right above the ground while you're simultaneously in a crunch. So it's kind of like a hollow body position. And we were in this position for several minutes. I remember thinking to myself, I know that this isn't mechanically the best exercise, but I still want to feel what it feels like in my body. I still want to feel like, you know, what what does a person that doesn't understand how to modify, what do they feel like in their body? I felt like that's important for me to feel. So I did it anyways, even though I knew that mechanically it probably wasn't the best. So that happened. The next morning rolls around and I woke up tighter than I've been since I had my chronic day, uh, since I had my chronic pain days, which I was like, oh, this is not good. (laughs) And I taught burn that morning because I thought, you know, I'll, I'll get moving. I'll see how I feel, do some mobility And you can almost see if you took that class, you can almost see my movements that I'm tighter than usual. And tightness is one of the first warning signs from your nervous system that something is up. It's the first kind of like indication, maybe not the first indication, but it is a early indication that you need to pay attention. Because when your nervous system senses instability, when it senses inflammation, when it senses something wrong, it will tighten up your muscles in order to protect you. So because I know this, 
And I started kind of putting the puzzle pieces together. I knew I was more stressed than usual the past couple months. I knew I wasn't giving myself enough rest. I knew I wasn't connected to my muscles. Now I'm starting to feel tight. I'm like, okay, this is ultimately what made me realize that I need a break so that, you know, I don't hurt myself. And it's interesting because Peyton and I, um, who Peyton is one of our one of our teachers, she works for Evlo. We had scheduled a reset week to do in a couple of weeks, like together, like we were going to do it and like put out new content and all that stuff. But I decided that my body was asking for it now and I didn't want to wait. And it's so funny because it was terrible timing because <laughs> we were, had planned to do one. But I realized that I needed to be an example for you all that rest is not always convenient. But if you don't listen to your body when it's whispering and asking you for rest, those whispers will eventually become screams. So I was ultimately like, okay, my body's tight. I'm getting all of the warning side. My body is trying to send me a message. I'm going to listen and I'm going to use this as an opportunity to kind of tell you all where I went wrong, to show that I'm human, to show that I too need rest and recovery. And I can't, you know, we can't always be burning the candle at both ends and not taking care of ourselves and not allowing for physical and mental rest and recovery. So do I think that the core class that I took led to some inflammation and instability that ultimately made my body tighten up? I think it was part of it. I think it was probably more the straw that broke the camel's back. So I'm not necessarily blaming that, and I did it willingly. (laughs) But I also think that it was the perfect storm. I think, you know, I had personal stressors, career stressors, physical stressors. All of that was piling on, and I wasn't listening to the whispers of my body that had started weeks earlier. I think if I were taking more frequent rest, my body wouldn't have had the same response to that class. Because I think when you are taking better care of your body, you have more buffer in what your body will tolerate. So basically, that's what happened. I had a lot of people asking about what happened, had a lot of people being like, we're worried. Is everything okay? Everything is totally fine. I just want to be an example for you all that rest is productive because I've kind of feel like I've been a little bit of a hypocrite. And I always recommend taking resets when you've been consistent, but you feel less connected to your muscles. You feel yourself plateau. You feel tight, achy, tired. But I was getting all of these warning signs and I was continuing to push through because it wasn't convenient for me to rest. But my hope is that I can model to you all that it's okay to not be perfect. It's productive to rest, all of those things. So I'm on day five of my reset and I'm feeling really, really good. I will say that I am missing my resistance training. I'm missing feeling my muscles burn. I, I, I'm craving that. But what's awesome is that I feel a whole new wave of energy about my work, about working out again. I truly feel refreshed. And I think that resets are amazing to do when your motivation is waning. And I'm excited to come back stronger. I know that I will come back to my workouts and feel stronger, feel more connected. I'm so looking forward to that. And what's really cool is that because I've taken some time to slow down, I have come up with so many ideas. I feel so much more inspired. So periodically slowing down is one of the best ways to accelerate progress. So physically, what I've been doing is just taking kind of like long walks with my husband. It's beautiful here in LA. I've been doing some of our uh, mini flows, just, you know, easy movement. And then today I'm actually going to film a gentle Pilates flow for the membership. 
And I always say that, you know, I wouldn't recommend just doing any Pilates workout during your reset because we don't want to to really fatigue and stress your muscles. You want any reset movement to be super, you don't want it to be super taxing on your body or your nervous system. So any cardio, like really light cardio, like walking, biking, swimming, keep your heart rate pretty low, like around 110 beats per minute or less. And then any other movement that can be light muscle work, but not so much where you feel close to failure or you feel like your muscles are really, really burning. Like if you're going to do a Pilates class, again, the Pilates class I'm going to teach for this is very specific. We're not doing long holds. We're not we're not getting close to failure, close to fatigue in the muscle. It's just light muscle activation work. So it's not overly stressful on your body. And actually, super exciting news, we are putting together a reset week for the membership. So you'll be able to kind of follow day by day along with what I recommend if you can't get outside and walk. So that will be available next week for you Evo members. So if you're feeling the need for rest and you're afraid you'll lose progress, it's totally understandable. What I would recommend is you could even start with a four-day reset. If you're getting some of those symptoms, like I'm not connected, I'm plateaued, I'm tired, I'm not motivated, try with just like four days and see how you feel. See if that helps your symptoms. See if you come back and you're able to lift heavier or you feel more connected and odds are you probably will. And we just don't have to be all or nothing around here, even with rest, right? We can take a little bit of rest and sprinkle it in. Maybe you're not ready for a full seven days. Maybe you take four. See how that feels. And sometimes it's trial and error, and you'll learn what helps your body the more things you try, the more you experiment with your own body. So I hope this was helpful, and I hope it encouraged all of you who need rest to take it, if not now, someday in the future. So feel free to come back to this podcast if you need some encouragement. Love to each of you, and we will see you all on Thursday. Thanks for listening. Bye.